Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome back to the Psych Legal Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. And I'm Tess Brigham. I'm the therapist. So today we are closing out the second season of Extreme Sisters. Yes. This is what, like eight, nine, ten. Eight, nine, ten. Last three episodes. This is a little bit of a bonus we were going to tack this on to love is blind but we had so much to say about love is blind that we just decided to do this as a standalone a little extra something yeah so i've had a love-hate relationship with this show (laughs) the second season yeah but you know i think you know i had to finish it out yes and uh you know wrap it all up so we'll start out by talking about the triplets, the Capasso triplets. Okay. I really think, I I think they should have just left these guys out of the show. The, okay. They this didn't is, even have a full story no, arc. No, This was hands down the fakest thing I yeah. think I've ever seen in my entire life. I kind of stopped paying attention because I was like, this is so fake. Mm-hmm. This is so fake. The whole thing, the whole, I think the entire storyline, as I look back on it, I think every last minute of this was a storyline. Agreed. I think it was fake. I think they weren't on season one. I think that they found, I think the producers found them. I think the producers asked them, like, hey, tell us about your life. Tell us some interesting things. I think that they found out, like, oh, well, you know, our family kind of thinks we're flaky. They think we're kind of goofy because we we do this, um, you know, online gaming. But I think when they started to really dig into it, I think they realized that it was a much ado about nothing. Mm-hmm. It was, like, not that big of a freaking deal. And that really all of this drama that, that they're trying to make is not as real as we think it is. And this whole thing has been just the most convoluted thing this whole thing about the fundraiser oh that's completely oh fake. that is so fake the whole scene is fake the day oh of course the day before the event they haven't done anything oh Catherine, you need to order the things i can't <laughs> i've forgotten and then of course and then it's like <laughs> ding dong regina you have not done anything <laughs> <laughs> look oh, at all this food we have how, to prepare. Yes, and then the brother, what's the brother's name? Aiden. Aiden. You're going to embarrass me. How could you do yeah, this? This is what I was afraid of. <laughs> and then, you know, we see that then the next day the mom is yelling, You triplets are crazy and lazy <laughs> and entitled. You know, and then, of course, we see, and then the, the side storyline of this is, is that, is it Nadia is the oldest? I think, oh. Or is Catherine the oldest? I'm so confused. I don't know who the oldest is. All I know is Hannah is the one who's the most responsible. Or okay, something. so the one that's most responsible, the one, who's the one that leaves at the Hannah. end? Okay, Hannah's the, fir- the firstborn who's the most responsible. Her whole thing, and the, the subset of the stupid storyline has been that Hannah... Uh, takes the brunt of everything that Hannah's the responsible one that she's always covering for them so that she feels like she gets the brunt of everything mm-hmm. and that she gets lumped in with them. Yeah. And then the brother and sister, Aiden and um, Regina. Regina, they they have this conversation with Hannah where they basically tell her that the other two are holding her back, mm-hmm. which is this is very mean. Like, why are they trying to split these triplets up or yeah you know, again it's probably fake again they they were just told to say this and yeah this whole fundraiser thing is completely completely fake oh yeah when you when you see the fundraiser it looks very well organized and put together yes. by somebody else yes not them and then they say that they're trying to raise twelve thousand dollars mm-hmm. and Somehow Hannah got a $5,000 donation from a family friend, Mm -hmm. which seemed very fake. 
And then the whole thing only raised sixty five hundred dollars. Yes. So I they, was like, what was they the only plan? made fifteen hundred dollars from yeah. that whole thing? Well, and what was this other thing with the buckets? They had this oh, they bucket. They were selling tickets, so like raffle whole, tickets. Yeah, there was this bucket where they sell raffle tickets and, you know, half the money goes to the raffle winner and then the other half of the money, the, one of the triplets is like, goes to me and it's just like, oh my God, you guys. Just, yeah. you know, no. The mom says, no, not to you. It goes to the mats. It's like, these lines. You, yeah. you just know that they prepped each one of them ahead of time. Like, I have never seen such horrendous acting. But, this is the weirdest part. So at the very end, Hannah wants to go on a solo trip. All she wants to do is leave the house on her own for a couple mm-hmm. days. This is where I think things started to get really weird. Because one of the triplets is saying, well, where does she think she can go? Where does she think that she can go out and do... One of them says, like, how dare she go out on her own and start doing things, like, by herself? Like, as if, <laughs> how dare she... Right. Like she's tr- she one of the triplets got angry because she's trying to identify herself as her own person as opposed to being a triplet, and I'm like, oh my god, you three, Jesus Christ! Like, like that's are such you really- a crime? Yeah, yeah. So it's like this part I felt was the only thing that could slightly be maybe real because I do feel like one of those triplets' reaction to her going felt slightly real mm-hmm. but it was so weird it was like they were like where are you going and she's like oh i'm gonna go on a trip and they're like well what are you gonna do let me i'll tell you whether or not i want to go and she's like well i didn't invite you mm-hmm. that little end part felt very real and the tears felt very real so that part felt real everything else but the entire storyline that mother like i bet you anything that the producers told the girls like your mom's really not going to show up at nine that one morning or mm-hmm. we're going to have her show up at nine. You stay in bed. And so you, Hannah, you, you be responsible and you show up, but you two be in bed. Like every single piece of this. Okay. So the first night that you're all going to be together for the first episode of the show, you all cook dinner for them, but you do this. I mean, every, every moment of this has been a fraud. Fraudacity, yeah. as Matt Marr would <clears throat> say. Fraudacity. Yeah. And then when Hannah goes off on this trip by herself, it's like, she just kind of walks out the door and then that's it. And we never see them again for the rest of the show. Yeah. And there's really no resolution or wrapping up of their story. Yeah. It's just like we're just left hanging. Like, where did Hannah go? Yeah. We don't even know where she's going. Like, and I thought that was very she weird. I was back? like, is that it? So, I mean, at least, God, you give me this whole fake storyline. Right. At least wrap it up for me. Yeah, Uh, their whole thing annoyed me. You're right. They should have just left them. They should have. You know what it was? I think the producers were kind of like they're triplets. It's interesting. I mean, these girls again, the Kardashian look, the the looks. I mean, the boobs. I was noticing like how. Yeah, the lips like one of them, I think, got her lips injected even more since the last time I saw her. Because it was just looking at her going, whoa. Mm hmm. I know. What are they doing to themselves? I know. I, I mean, it became, it was even more glaring how, how just comical. I mean, they look like cartoon characters, mm-hmm. like just how much, like what the thought process is. And I think that the producers really thought that they were going to be a home run hit. Mm. Like these girls are going to be perfect. And then they realized there is no story here. There's nothing interesting about them. And they're not that compelling. No. They're really not interesting. They're not compelling. The only thing that's really interesting about them is that they're triplets and that they that they look so odd. And mm-hmm. that's a five-minute story. Yeah, it's not enough. It's not enough. I don't think if there's an Extreme Sisters 3, they're not going to be on it. I don't think so. I don't no. know where they go from there. Yeah. So anyway, like, goodbye. <clears throat> Ugh, I'm so it, that makes me so angry when people do that. It's just like, but at least give them some acting lessons or something. <laughs> you're going to, th- you're going to embarrass me in front of my friends. This is exactly what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> you know, like oh my god, yeah. the mother is just she's exhausting too. Yeah, she's just. She's just like, and, and, she's and so, like a Karen, you know. She's yeah, just like, it's uh, like so. So, mom, you have no qualms with on TV ragging on ripping your kids. your kids apart. Yeah, yeah. You you at no point are fi- you're fine with this. Yeah. You're fine on television, just like 
never saying anything nice about them. Yes, never saying, saying like, hey, well, maybe we shouldn't have. Yeah, maybe we, we you know, made them rely on each other too much. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we did this or maybe we did that. Or, you know, oh, God, maybe I should have taken the, taken the video games away from them or something. I mean, yeah. they just, ugh. All right. Hey, All right. Bye. Yes. All right. So next, let's talk about Randy and Jordan. Oh, God, these two. And, you know, at this point, I just feel sorry for Randy. Yes. Jordan is just There's... a bully. Yeah. She's a bully. And she's annoying. And she's just like, the way she talks just yeah. makes me cringe. Well, I also think Jordan, Jordan wants to be, Jordan doesn't want to be married to Daniel. Jordan wants to be married to Randy. Yeah. And that whole fantasy thing about them marrying the twins, twin dream. that's just part of their fantasy dream, whatever. Mm-hmm. She doesn't care about that guy. Yeah. Oh, at no. all. No. At all. So we start out, um, you know, they go and they have Butt something injections. injected in their no. ass. Like, what is it to make to get rid of dimples or yeah, to make I'm, it more no. rounded? Well, that's kind of what they do to their faces. You know, they yeah. inject it so that it's just all like real, you know, um, this is what everyone does Titan now. And now I'm very round. curious about that. I really. Oh. Now I'm those butt injections, though. I don't know if I would do that, but no, no one's going to. Nobody's going to see my butt like that. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not going out in a in a, uh, a thong. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm telling you, it's 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 Instagram. It's it's like, yeah, well, yeah, they were talking about how, oh, it'll be so great when we go on the honeymoon and I can take pictures of your butt and your bathing suit mm -hmm. and you can take pictures of me. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is what they're thinking about these. these Well, so this was before. So we see Jordan. She works at a um, at the whatever this um, doctor, doctor. What is there? Oh, it's some long name, too. I didn't even write it down, but it was some long name of some doctor. something so um she works there and so they have a friend again didn't write her name down either sorry um and uh jordan starts telling the friend like i i want to go on the honeymoon and the friend is like no no i mean Mm -hmm. there is not one person who's on board for this the friend is like no that is not, there's no, there's nothing funny about this. No, you are not going to want, no, you're not doing this. Well, no. Jordan said she didn't get a honeymoon. Because they bought the house. Which oh, is they want to spend the so, money. Yeah, yeah, I bet you Daniel said to her, we're not going to do a honey, you know, do you want the mm-hmm. house or the honeymoon, you know? And that's a nice house that they have. So I bet you anything, he probably said we can't afford that. So she didn't get a honeymoon of her own. And um, so she wants to go on this honeymoon. And um, so then they do the injections and then they're back home rubbing each other's butts. So here's my question, because for part of this treatment that they get, you have to rub your butt at least five minutes a day, five times a day, five times a day. I'm like, what if you're alone? What if you're single? How do you rub your own butt? You can't five five minutes a day. You could. I guess you could, but you can't really see it. Thing. You just reach back there and I just guess, do it. I guess so. Yeah. I was um, like, well, good thing they have each other to do this. Yeah. And so, this is when is this is when she proposes her plan to Randy to about Randy, yeah, that she wants to go, she on, go on the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And it is it is really interesting to watch Randy because Jordan proposes her plan about going on the honeymoon. She sells her on all this stuff of like, you know, we're gonna, you know we're i didn't get one we're gonna Mm -hmm. have so much fun what's the big deal you know obviously the two of you will have your own room i'll get my own room you know you guys will get bored of each other anyway what's the point you know all of that stuff and so randy does i have to say like randy much like all the other plans that jordan has um she starts to get on board she starts to kind of jump on it and starts to get like she starts to think hmm this might be a pretty good idea mm-hmm. maybe this is good can i ask you a question at what point do they show scenes from the wedding was this did this already happen mm, i think it was like at the end in the last um the last episode okay so this episode that we're in right now this isn't the last episode okay this is eight. i think it's maybe like eight or nine yeah so so randy has to oh oh that's it you're right 
Okay. Randy, yeah, Randy has to convince Derek yes. about this honeymoon thing. So she waits till he's at the chiropractor <laughs> with his head, like, um, you know, stuck in this thing. Yeah. And he's on this contraption and he can't move. Yes. And so she That's has pretty smart. She has him captive audience there. So she proposes it and he says, OK, well, um, she can come if um, both Jordan and um, Daniel move out. After or no, if they, no, no, move, they out, move out, they move out. They Derek move out. Derek and Randy house. move out of that house after the honeymoon. And so Randy's a little shocked by this, mm-hmm. but um, she actually decides, well, yeah, that's probably the best thing yeah. for us. And she's standing up for herself, like f- for the first time, like one of the healthiest things we've seen her do. You know, she actually has come to the conclusion that, you know, mm-hmm. this this has to be. And so then does she tell, does she break the news to Jordan before or after the wedding? This is all, I think, before. So first we see Jordan, they go to brunch because they love brunch mm-hmm. with their friend Drea. I think Drea is the friend. So they love brunch. They love everything about brunch. Mm-hmm. And then they're, that's when Jordan passive aggressively brings up how Randy wants to move out. And then we see the scene of Randy telling Jordan, mm-hmm. hey, it looks like we're going to move out. And of course, this is just the biggest betrayal of her life. Yeah. That Randy actually wants to have a life outside of her. And, um, and, you know, it, it is, it's just so, it's so interesting because Jordan's like, well, I just don't know what to do with my mornings or my evenings. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, this, to me, this is, this has got to do with you, Jordan. Yeah. Like, you do not like your husband. You either hate your husband mm-hmm. or the two of you have nothing to talk about or you have no connection at all because, because you you're scared of her moving out because you have no relationship with this guy no, and you don't not. want to have any relationship with this guy. And, and it's frightening. It is really, yeah. really frightening. Well, and, and their relationship is, it's, it's just too much. Like she talks about how, well, you know, yeah. Talking about what is she going to do in the morning? They, they can't have their morning poops together. Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah. <clears throat> and I felt like she was serious. Like, I mean, the the co- this is beyond codependent. I don't know what you want to call it. It's yeah. it's just weird. Well, and that was one of Jordan's arguments to Randy was, listen, we're going to be calling each other all the time. We're going to be texting and calling and talking to each other the entire time that you're going to be away on your honeymoon. So, and it's going to annoy Derek. Wouldn't it be better if I was there and it wouldn't annoy Derek because oh, I would be there? Well, I don't know about and, that. <clears throat> and so there's a little bit of this thing of... Yeah, so then maybe you shouldn't be doing that. Maybe you shouldn't be annoying, you know, shouldn't texting and calling and doing all this stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And yeah. then they show the, I don't know why they didn't televise um, Randy's whole wedding. They just showed yeah. what looked like a blooper reel because she trips on yes. her dress. Uh-huh. Uh, she forgot to bring her bouquet. Uh-huh. Um, when she walked out, I don't know, a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I'm sure someone fell into the cake, too. I mean, yeah. it just looked like a disastrous wedding. Yeah, I have to say, the wedding looked incredibly low rent. Yeah. I have to say. It was, like, out by the swimming pool. Yeah. It didn't so this, even really look decorated. It was supposed to be done. It was supposed to, the, the, it, this was the house of the owner, the, the med the, spa yeah, lady's the place. So I'm sure she has a lovely home, but the home looked like, like, really cheap cookie cutter you know what I mean? Like one of those mm-hmm. cheap, a McMansion. Me- a McMansion cookie cutter home. And the whole thing was like, yeah, there was no, it wasn't elegant or classy mm-hmm. or nice. Her dress, I thought was supposed to be like the sexy dress. I'm like, this is the ugliest, like really not pretty at all. And she's wearing like one of those 1990s Choke- yeah, you know, chokers. chokers. And then so obviously you don't have a wedding planner, but you don't need a wedding planner, but you don't have anyone helping you. Your sister's not there to like get, get you the bouquet and mm-hmm. remember these things. Like, oh, I know. Was that even real? I mean, yeah, I the just, whole thing just know. seemed very odd. I mean, like you spent $35,000 on your, on your wedding ring. Yeah. Like, if you're going to, to me, it feels like 
$35,000 on a wedding ring to me feels like you're going to spend at least $75,000 on yeah, a wedding. I know. And that did not look like a $75,000 oh, no, wedding. It, it wasn't. That looked like a $20,000 wedding. So maybe I, they needed the money so they could move out. Yes, maybe. <laughs> but the other thing is, and their honeymoon is like three days in Key Largo. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that's not anything. I mean, that's not that like woo woo. Like that's yeah. not big of a deal. I was just like, I don't understand any of this. Anyway, yeah. one thing that I thought was interesting about this dynamic was in one scene, we see Jordan like convince Randy about, having her come on the honeymoon. And then in the next scene, we see Derek convince her about moving out. I'm like, I wonder is it, I wonder is like Derek's complaining about Jordan. Jordan is complaining about Derek, but is it, are they like doing the same thing? Are both of them constantly like the alpha in the relationship yeah, trying and like to, trying to yeah. convince Randy of what they want? Like, no, 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 Randy, you want this come mm-hmm. with me. And I think that the big difference is, is that obviously I think that Randy really likes Derek. Mm -hmm. I think Randy and Derek have more of a connection. I think they really like each other. I think that, um, I think that Daniel probably, we barely see him, but I think that Daniel was just like, oh, you want to get married? Great. Let's get married. I'm going to work and do my own thing. You're going to show up and do your thing. Great. And I think that Derek and Randy were like, we really love each other and care about each other. And this is this is going to continue to be a problem. Yeah. Well, anyway, I've seen enough of these yeah, two. But anyway, to last a lifetime. Oh, God, they're exhausting. But um, but again, we didn't get any closure with them. All we know yeah, is maybe really. Jordan's going on the honeymoon. Maybe she's not. And um, maybe Randy's moving out. Maybe she yeah. isn't. No, that know. was really. Yeah, that was left up in the yeah. air, too. All right. Who's next? All right. So Anna and Lucy. Um, Oy vey, these two. They decided that they need to quit their job. You yes. know, because they were doing too many things yes. differently. Yes. One had a, one was clearing a plate. <laughs> the other one was carrying yes. a bowl. It was very it was not upsetting. the same. But they uh, made a lasagna um, for Deb. Yes. And they broke it to Deb that, um, that they were quitting. Yes. And... Um, Deb seems genuinely like, you know, she she had invested in these yes, two. Yes, yes. So she seems a little sad. Yeah, well, I have to say, Deb, everything that Deb said to them, I was thinking that mm-hmm. I was like, good for you, Deb, because everything that Deb was saying was right on. And I and you know what? I I feel like in this these last three episodes was the first time that Ben, Deb, the psychic, everybody, everyone kind of everybody sat down and said, okay, we've got to stop. We have got to stop tiptoeing around this. This is getting worse. Because what Ben says is, over the last 10 years, the girls are getting more extreme. Mm -hmm. They're giving up on things that they needed to do to, you know, they're, they're, they're they're, like having children, like having children. And he's saying they're counting more and more. That's the obsessive compulsive stuff is the counting one, two, three, four, five. You do this, you do that. Because, you know, the big thing that they told everyone was starting this restaurant. This is our dream. This is our dream. This is our dream. Mm-hmm. They told Deb that. I'm sure Deb was, I, I mean, if I was Deb, I would be pissed and um, and annoyed that she had spent this time and energy. Let the cameras come. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe she got some free publicity, but it's not going to do much for her business. And she basically lays it out to them that, you know, it, you think that, y- you know, you you think this is helping you, no, but it's, it's hurting not. You. It's hurting you. It's preventing you from living your life. And one thing that Ben said, which I'm glad he said, which is, is that they don't think about how their actions affect him. Mm-hmm. Like how, you know, how their behaviors this extreme need to be the same Mm -hmm. affects him and the people around them and they want ben to just what they really want is they want ben to blindly support them but they don't want to take ben into account at all Mm -hmm. and they're not good partners they're not good they aren't Mm -hmm. You, you just see very clearly yeah, I know. This was, it was kind of getting uh, yeah, kind of dicey. Because, yeah. And look, I don't know how real this whole psychic thing was. Oh, no. This, but the- I'm telling you what happened. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you this right now. This is what happened. The producers or Ben mm-hmm. 
and I and I secretly think it was Ben went to this medium and said, listen, I don't know if you can talk to dead people or not, but I'm going to tell you right now, this is what you need to say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is their father. We can't speak. We cannot convince these women to listen to us. Maybe they're the listen to their dead father. Mm -hmm. I'm going to lay it all out for you because I do listen. I do believe in psychics. I believe in the woo woo. I believe in all these kinds of things. I do. This seemed a little too neat. Well, and yeah, because up a little too they, well. they walked into the psychic and, um, you know, they said something like, well, do you feel anybody here? And the psychic's like, oh, yeah, he's already here. He's been here for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just cutting right to the chase. She doesn't even. Yeah. She, yeah, she knows why she's there. She has this assignment. She's got to tell these two that yeah. their dad thinks that they're wacko. Yeah. You're being like, can I just what did she say? Can I be blunt or whatever? Yeah. She said you're being neurotic. Yeah. And she said that, you know, the the dad is saying, you know, I treated you like one person and he regrets that. Because he couldn't keep them apart. He couldn't figure out which one was which. Mm. He w- couldn't figure out, you know, he couldn't keep them apart. So he so he treated them like they were one person. Mm. And this is what you get. And this is what happened. And I think and I think that what happened was that oh my guess would be because we 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 know we see their mom the mom's a little wackadoo Mm -hmm. i think there's a lot of anxiety in their family and mental illness in their family and i think that the combination of their dad treating them like one person i think the world treating them like one person i think they felt a lot of safety and security and that felt good and they've just attached that but what's happened is is that I really, when Ben said this is getting worse, that's when my alarm bells were like, yeah, oh, this is bad. Like, he might not want to stick around for th- Yeah. For and this. the fact that, you know, the way they sort of sold all of this to us was this is how we've always been. This is what our life has been. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, no, no. No, there was a time where it wasn't this bad. Right. Like when you both held a job, you, you know, it was... Yeah, you both were maybe working at the same place and one wasn't taking a salary, but you both were probably not having to both touch the same piece of paper and some of this stuff like this, you know, your level of anxiety was in a, you know, much lower. Yeah. And they're, they're still making comments about how they at some point want to be pregnant at the same time. And yeah, Ben seems very concerned and. Yeah. The mom, not so much. Oh, God. Then the mom. And then, because at first I thought, oh, the mom and Ben got together and paid the psychic Mm -hmm. to say all this stuff. And like, let's give him her a little bit of history. And then the mom backtracks. And of course, Ben's pissed. And that's the other thing. The mom is like enabling this bullshit. And you're just like, boom, why are you? Why are you doing this? Honestly, the two of them need to go into a program. Like they need to be in a hospital with and really deep psychological help to help them because their anxiety is so bad. I mean, even at the end of this, the tomato. Oh, oh yeah. that was just like, they oh could barely God. eat a tomato five seconds apart. Yes, they eat it 10 seconds apart. You would think that they, and they were like, that's a great change. That was a, yeah, that was progress. That was progress. You're like, I no, know. that's not progress. That's not progress because you still had to control it. You still had to control it. wasn't progress. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. You think it was progress. It was, you controlled it still, and it was it was enough to placate the cameras and Ben in that moment in time. It wasn't progress. Yeah, and you know, I've read somewhere that the mom lives with them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think she kind of has to indulge this stuff. Yeah. Well, so who's footing the bill for all of this? Because they obviously can't work. They have, you know, everything they do has to is difficult because, and they have matching outfits. They they dress well. They've mm-hmm. had plastic surgery. They get their nails done. They get, you know, I mean, the they must upkeep- be making money off of this in some way, shape, or form. Not just this show. I mean, I mean, they got paid for this show. Yeah, but the upkeep of their lifestyle. But, per- yeah, I mean, Perth is not cheap i don't think well don't but they know. live with ben and their mom and i mean so did do they have family money where the I, family money is where mom's maybe, feeding them or ben? i'm sure mom has some kind of social security pension something oh, and i also read that there someone else lives there too they're who they're called their best friend i don't think we've ever seen this person on mm. camera i think they have multiple 
income streams. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, their place is pretty modest. Like, it's not like some huge mansion or something. I mean, it, to me, it looks like a two or three bedroom uh, house. From or, the outside, it looks really nice. But, but I don't I know. Think Maybe it looks very modern. I, I think know. it's like a condo type thing. I don't think that that's Maybe. all their whole house. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe it is. Maybe, Maybe they don't live these high lives. It's just if their income is mainly associated with Ben, that's a problem. If Ben is right, now if ben decides saying, to bail. If well, he now decides to bail. Now he's in it. Yeah, that's the thing. If he leaves, he's probably going to be like, well, I can't leave these two. What, yeah. What's going to happen to them? Yeah. And, you know, they were on many years ago, an episode of Botched. Mm-hmm. I wish I could find the episode, but I mean, it was several years. It was probably a good 10 years. I mean, Botched has been on for a while. It was like an earlier, early season. Mm-hmm. And so obviously they've been having plastic surgery yes. for many years, trying to look the same, trying to be the same. I wish I could watch that episode, but I think that in Australia, I think they are somewhat of a, you know, kind of like a Darcy Stacy yeah. type so, celebrity. Yeah. So maybe yeah. they, maybe they, and so that also, if they've been doing this for a long time, this also feeds into the, neuro- mm-hmm. you know, being they have so to neurotic. This, yeah. This act that they do. Oh, God. I saw, and I saw, I don't know if it was Darcy or Stacy, really briefly on like something. My God, they mm. kept going with the plastic surgery. I, I hadn't seen them in a while. I'm like, what are you girls doing? It's hard to watch. It is hard to watch. Those two. All right. Who's next? All right. So next, let's talk about Jessica and Christina. Yes. So um, this I felt I was back and forth on. I was feeling hopeful. And then, mm. well, first they, um, well, Jessica finds out that she's pregnant. Yeah, which is perplexing. So what we we find out is after that night i guess she goes back and josh agreed to have a baby (laughs) yeah Uh, so um yeah so she so they start doing it and she gets pregnant right away which was insane to think about and if i was a woman who was struggling with fertility and had been struggling for a while and watching this i would want to throw something at the television Mm -hmm. screen because this was a little too easy yeah, but, I mean, well, it's all she, real. She had the the charcuterie or yeah, the, the charcuterie charcuterie plate with yeah. all that food on it, and, and it they worked. they channeled their reiki feminine energy. Yeah. But and I just, I it, I do think that it is one of those things where like, and Amy alluded to this when she was on the show about it is a little dangerous in the sense of. You know, there are women out there that are so struggling with fertility and you don't, you know, you don't want people to think that just by a charcuterie plate and and channeling your mm-hmm. feminine energy and, and paying someone to Reiki something is going to make it happen for you. It's just, you know, she's very lucky. Right time, right place. I don't know. But that was quick. Yeah, that was Listen, quick. sometimes it happens for people. The first shot out. Well, and Josh was happy. You know, they, he they, was the way that they did the announcement. It was cute. It was cute. They they wrote on uh, Christina's belly about how roses are red, violets are blue. Josh is not no, Josh. John, John is going to be a father. father, and then on Jessica's belly, it said, "And so are you." Yeah, I thought it was cute. Yeah, he was genuinely very happy. Yeah, and it took him a minute. You know how he's like looking at it. He's just like, "Um, oh, what?" Huh? Yeah, yeah, but it cute he seemed very very happy yeah and very excited so the birth is coming you know it's it's um imminent and yes well we do see at one point yeah she's trying to um induce labor so she well, starts she's walking, walking around and doing stuff and and you know they're chatting and walking and um jessica says well when they get back she's going to check christina's cervix yes <laughs> and apparently Christina did the same for her yes. when she was pregnant, so it just makes sense. And she Googled it. So she Googled how to do it. She how never, could she be wrong? She's never done it before, but how um, could she be wrong? Though I will say, you know, Christina must have a good sense of it because she she is right on. She says they claim Josh and Jessica keep claiming that they're all good, and she said, My instincts are it's not good. That the, that they haven't resolved it, and she's right. Oh, you mean John and Jessica? John and Jessica, sorry. Okay. So John and Jessica, they did. They called a truce. They basically. called a truce and said, "Well, we both want to be at the birth, so let's call a truce." Mm-hmm. But they told Christina that they made up and things are good. Mm-hmm. Christina says, "I don't believe that," and she's right. 
you know, you got to give her some credit for that. Like, sure, yeah. sure, instincts are right on that these guys have not gotten into a better place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, that cervix checking thing is a little like. That was odd. That was odd. And I don't know how you. And it's just so weird with this twin thing of like, I'm seeing my vagina and. I, I, I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't understand why that's so great. <laughs> I don't know why people this, are so fascinated. That's why this is extreme. It is sisters. Yes, it is yes. extreme. I don't think it's typical. I don't yes. think most twins do this kind of stuff. But so this is extreme. But so, you know, they set up for the birth. They get the the um pool mm-hmm. and the um the doula or the midwife yeah. comes. And I have to say this was um, probably one of the most real yes. giving birth scenes I've ever seen. Yes. And it was intense. It was intense. It was very intense. And I thought that, you know, Christina was really focused mm-hmm. and she seemed to seem to have, I don't know, it's edited. Who, yeah. who knows how long she was doing, but she seemed to be very focused and, you know, I got the job done and John and um, Jessica. Jessica both sort of like, hung back you know mm-hmm. i think john didn't he looked so shell-shocked yes and scared like he didn't really know what to do but jessica was staying out of the way she mm-hmm. you know was not crowding it was mostly the midwife who was doing it and all that and then yeah and then the baby is born and again john is just yeah beside himself and you i know, have to say i went on a journey with this watching all of yeah. this because i um you know, I was watching it in the the tub birth, and I was like, "Wow, I can't believe she's allowing them to yeah to, to, to film, the film whole thing. all it's of very this. vulnerable and very vulnerable." And she's pooping in the tub, and mm-hmm. they're letting. I would be like, "Edit all of that out, please." Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I was like, "Oh God, this is a natural labor," and she's like going through it in the screaming. Yeah, and jo- I mean, I can imagine being John just being like, "What do I? What right? Do I there's do? nothing you can do, and there's nothing you can do, and you, you know, the last thing she wants is like, "Oh, they're there, pat your back," yeah. kind of thing. And she's screaming, and then I'm watching this whole thing, like, oh, God, oh, God. And then all of a sudden, the baby comes, and then I start crying. I'm like, (laughs) oh, this is so beautiful. (laughs) It really was amazing. It was was really, really beautiful. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, this is so great. This this couple that I really did not believe in before. I'm like, oh, this is great with their beautiful child. This is wonderful. (laughs) I love these people. And I was like, but Jessica was doing some of her... um, her reiki clearing and healing and <laughs> giving up her feminine that. energy I didn't to that. christina but listen it, it, no matter what she was doing or not whether you believe it or not she was staying out of the way right and the the midwife was good because the midwife was like john come here come here because mm-hmm. she was helping john like she was to getting, catch the baby catch the baby mm-hmm. okay dad come here umbilical cord like she was getting dad involved but there was that weird tense moment where they put her on the chest and you don't hear anything. Then you hear the cries. Mm-hmm. The baby is super cute and over nine pounds with no drugs. Like mm-hmm. I said, my son was over nine pounds and I had drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. And then uh, and then when um, better women than I, we then when uh, after the, you know, uh, John and Christina had time with the baby and mm-hmm. everything, they gave the baby to Jessica mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was very emotional. And then yeah. John came over and hugged her. Yeah. And they kind of had this, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but, you know, healing moment of some sort. And it seemed very genuine yeah. to me. And it I was just did. like, wow, like this, w- this was a journey. Yes, this was. I, I feel like they felt what I think everybody felt. It was almost kind of like this when the baby came, it was like this release of all the tension mm. and everything that was mm. going on. It was like oh okay you know we can all now put our focus on this baby yeah because it makes everything else in comparison look yeah. so stupid yeah like it's why like, are we fighting why are we this? fighting that's not important what's important yeah. is the baby and and now we have this thing that connects us all that mm-hmm. bonds us all 
and we can focus on the baby and that's that mm-hmm. like because because it's true that you know now that the baby's here whether john and jessica like each other or not they are they are just like they're connected they are connected yeah. they will be connected for life this is this that this she's the aunt this is the dad like this is how they will be connected forever mm-hmm. so yeah so that ended on a that ended on a, a very note. nice note and i was very happy for a that high note all right so the final couple v and ashley we have got to talk about this because these two i don't understand what happened i'm so confused mm. well yeah i'm so confused by them um yes yeah, so V goes to the cardiologist and surprisingly to me, the cardiologist yeah. cleared her <laughs> I was to like, be wow. a surrogate mother. <clears throat> I was like, well, that I didn't expect that. Yeah. But um but regardless of that, she does not want to she decided she does not want to be a surrogate because the dog joke was just too much for her. Yeah. And um you know, I think she's overreacting. Yeah. I, I, okay. So this is the part that she claims that she was calling this surrogate baby, um, a dog. And that's not what Ashley said. She said, well, I guess she was being flippant and saying, well, I can't afford to get this to pay for the in vitro. So I guess I will get a dog. She was not referring to the potential baby Mm -hmm. as a dog. And that's what V kept saying. That, that, you know, she was referring to this baby that V was going to be carrying as a dog. Yeah. It's like, no. This is, this, okay. Just like two people with the worst communication skills. And you're both adults. So you should have better communication skills. So, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, shocked that V got cleared for, yeah. <laughs> from the cardiologist. But okay. So, so she gets cleared from the cardiologist. She calls up Ashley and uh, to tell her about that. And, and V is pissed because Ashley doesn't show up to the appointment, which I understand. Mm-hmm. So Ashley apparently made some excuse and V's kind of calling our, her on it. And Ashley keeps saying, no, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't. We then learned from Ashley, like she could, she mm-hmm. just didn't want to go. So, and Ashley's still pretty shut down. And, um, so she calls her up and they start talking and she's like, oh, wow, that other day was kind of rough. And I'm thinking to myself, what are you talking about? Like the other day, V slapped a glass across the room and mm-hmm. stormed out. Like, this is the first time you're talking to each other. Like, this is so weird. And then what? The next time you would see each other is this cardiologist appointment. Like you've never right without without making up without or, making yeah. up or talking to each other. Like this is where we're at. Okay. So um, then then in this then there's this discussion of Ashley. Then brings this up not to V, but in her interview about getting someone else to carry the baby. But Ashley then, I think in this moment, I think what happened for Ashley was, this is the part that's very confusing, is I think that these interviews that they're doing are after the fact. You know, they're after the fact, so mm-hmm. you don't know how much time and and processing has been done. But this is what I get confused about. So Ashley says, I was really surprised. The money thing shocked me, which I understand. And I think that what also happened was that she was, I think it all came to a head for her, right? Everything that we had been saying this entire season, which is never, no one supported them. Mm -hmm. The ex doesn't want to be the sperm donor. The mom doesn't into this. V's husband's not into this. Nobody supports this. And I think that the money thing was the thing that sort of toppled. Yeah, she said said that. She said it was, she said the dog joke was a self-protective thing, but the reality was she can't afford it. Yes. So now she's saying she can't afford it. Okay. So I'm, I'm okay. I'm with you, Ashley. You understood like, finally, I can't afford it. It's not going to happen. All right. So, but she cannot. So then in the same interview, she then says, but I know that someday I'll have my daughter. I'm going to just keep pushing forward and making it happen. And maybe I'll find another uh, another surrogate. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, and then she goes back to, but right now the money is an issue. And so she's talking like, she's like, do you want the baby or not? Yeah, do, I don't do you, think she knows. So she's, so she's all over the place. So I'm so confused by this. And then we see this where it's been three weeks and... 
then we see V. It's three weeks. So this is three weeks later. They have not talked to each other. Now V decides she no longer wants to carry the baby because of the dog comment. Mm -hmm. And I'm with you on this where V is really taking this dog comment as a dog lover myself. You know, dogs are very special. And I don't think that, you know, a dog is something to think that you think a dog so lowly that V is not understanding this. And I think that, um, and now, so Ashley's hurt because she, wait, so, so now Ashley's hurt because she didn't say earlier that she didn't want the baby because of the money. I'm like, I'm so lost. And now they're mad at each other and they're not, they're not friends and they're not talking to each other. Then it just ends. Like we have no idea yeah. what happens. I'm lost as, as what. Like I'm lost as to what is what is Ashley actually wanting right now? Like, because I I do agree. I'm with V. I was with V up until these last couple episodes where it was a little bit of like, listen, we've been through all of this. What you're giving up now, like because of the money? Yeah. And then Ashley makes a comment where she says that she wonders if V was looking for a reason to back out. Mm. So she made a oh, big, that's right. that's big fuss right. over this dog comment. But, so, I, I but feel that like, seems crazy. I feel like on both sides, you know, maybe there was, you know, like some uh, where they both kind of said, well, like, what are we doing? Maybe. maybe. I mean, I think it started with with Ashley with, um, you know, the money thing mm -hmm. that really kind of stopped her in her tracks. And then she made the dog comment and V, you know, took that the wrong way. And it just, yeah, it just really just kind of blew up. Yeah, it went from bad to worse. Yeah, I, I, I remember that now, which I thought was so bizarre of Ashley saying that because I was like, wait, you think V, this has been part of V's master plan this entire time of like, yeah, I'm going to carry the baby. I'm going to ruin my marriage i'm mm -hmm. gonna like go with you to all of these appointments and then go to, with you to and do all this stuff go and get myself cleared by the cardiologist just to back out now because of this yeah. i thought that was bizarre too i think that again i think that so much of this is that they don't have very good um they don't have very good communication skills and i think that both of them are, you know, they're both kind of hotheads mm -hmm. and they both, yeah. um, they both are very, they react, reactive, they yeah. very reactive, very impulsive, really just, just say what's, you know, what's there. They don't think things through and Ashley could have very easily gone to V after she sort of shut down that first time and said, you know what? It all hit me at once. And, you know, we've not been supported one iota of this. I want this baby so bad. But when I realized how much money it was, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't see it anymore. And it's too much. And I don't know what to do. And I just don't, I don't, I don't have $40,000 and I yeah. don't even know where to begin. And I, and I don't think that I can do a GoFundMe or go do this, or I don't think I can raise that kind of money and I don't know what to do. Then the two of them can talk about it and they would still be friends. They would still, you know, have this close sister bond and they would say, okay, let's put a pin in it for a while or let's do this or let's do that. But now the two of them hate each other. Well, and also this all happened in the midst of filming this. Yes. And so they were probably thinking, oh God, now what do we do? Like, yeah. they don't, you know, they want to deliver yes. for this TV show. Yeah, it could have so. been that too. Well, and also... I don't know. Do you think that they decided to do all? I mean, Ashley really wanted to have this baby. So do you think it's possible that V was like, ooh, what if I say that I want to carry this baby for you? Mm -hmm. This would be a good storyline. I don't know. It all felt very know. real. I don't know, though. They felt that this whole thing felt very real. I guess I wondered. No, everybody's reactions with their family. Yeah, their everything felt very real. It, yeah, for them. like V's husband and yeah. Ashley's mom. Yeah, that they, was not acting. Yeah, and the that. ex boyfriend and all of that. Oh, yeah. They all seem to be like, what the? So I don't know. I think they just. I think they found out how much it was going to cost, which I can't believe she didn't investigate that before. Yeah. But anyway, let's assume that she didn't. And when she found out how much it cost, she was just kind of like. Uh, no, I can't do this. Yeah. And they, they didn't know. I think neither one of them knew what to do. Yeah. 
Well, and then V, again, instead of saying, hey, you really hurt my feelings by, you know, I'm doing something that is huge for you. I'm I'm putting my marriage on the line, my body on the line. And you were just really dismissive and just kind of threw up your hands and kind of gave up. I understand you're scared of the money, mm-hmm. but why don't you just, you know, tell me, you know, just talk to me. She kind of gets f- so fixated on the stupid dog comment. Mm-hmm. It's just like... Now, you know, you're fixated on the dog cam and and, and now Ashley's not going to hear what you're saying. It's just like two of them get fixated on these things. And now they're what I hope they're not friends anymore. I'm sure Ashley's mother's thrilled. I know (laughs) she's happy. And I wish we could just get like a quick. Where are they now from all of these people? I thought I was kind of looking for it. I was kind of looking for like the little Chiron, you know, some little thing to tell me like, this is where Anna and Lucy are. This is what's happening on these TLC shows. It's it's very frustrating because I would like to just kind of know like what's happening now. Yeah, I know. So anyway, well, this show is very perplexing to me, but yeah. I don't know. It's it's a, again. It's it's a journey. It know? is a journey because you start out like being really interested and um, fascinated by these people, mm-hmm. and then after a few episodes, you're become annoyed with them, <laughs> you know. And then you're annoyed with them for a while, but then as it all wraps up, then you you, kinda, you get more invested again, and you're like, well, wait a minute, like, yeah. well, you know, you want some kind of satisfying ending, and I didn't feel like. Any of these had a satisfying ending. Except, well, Jessica, except for Jess and Christina. Jess and Christina, I felt like a very satisfying yeah. ending. But the rest of them, no. Yeah. And I think that it was better than, like, I don't know if I would want to watch this big, like, you know, discussion between John and Jessica. And, like, I thought that was really beautiful. I yeah. think it was just this, it this was, emotional it was moment just of, enough. like, yeah. you know, what are we fighting about? This is right. so stupid. Let's just move forward. Right. So. No. So All anyway, right. another yeah. season of Extreme Sisters. We'll see if it. Let's see what happens for season three. Back. If we keep covering it, maybe I don't know. Maybe we cover the whole thing at once. I don't know. That's hard though. A yeah. lot happens. But yes. We'll see if it even comes back. I yeah. Don't know. There's so God. There's so many shows now. You know. Now there's like this brother husband show. Oh yes. And, yes. Uh, what else? I don't know. So it just seems like more and more shows just keep popping up yep all right well thank you so much for joining us on this extreme sister journey (laughs) and um, we all went on a journey together yes so if you enjoy the podcast we would appreciate it if you would subscribe and also rate and review us on itunes or Apple Apple Podcast. What is it called? No, I think it's Mm -hmm. called Apple Podcast. Guys, sound like a sound like (laughs) we're like an old person. God, (laughs) on the internet, (laughs) on the interwebs, (laughs) and uh, we're now uh, speaking of old people. We're also now on the gram. (laughs) (laughs) We're on Instagram at Psych Legal Pop, and also on TikTok, Mm -hmm. uh, which we still have to figure out. Yes, (laughs) at Psych Legal Pop, and. yeah so i think is that it unsubscribe did you tell him yeah to subscribe? yes okay then i think that's it rate and review yeah and uh as always we have our sister wives rewind on tuesdays okay. we're doing love is blind on thursdays. thursdays yep and then you know uh we have some stuff coming up that we're looking into so there'll be some new shows new documentaries so stay tuned yep all right all right thanks bye bye